Today's episode of Chrome Dome Radio is brought to you by Jolton Jorts. Jolton Jorts are the only authentic John Cena certified jean short on the market today. Have you found yourself rummaging through your clothing catalog only to find outdated khaki shorts and a baggy pair of jinkos? Well, take a seat, Fred Durst, because Jolton Jorts are the latest trend to hit fashion since the lesbian mullet. The Jolton Jorts team of experts handcraft each pair with the finest genuine hick-worn fabrics from the fields of Idaho. No competitor can match that light beer stained quality. Visit your nearest Jolton Jorts retailer today and show those jabronis who's Jolton. back with chrome dome radio thanks for tuning in i'm chris i am zach and we got a special episode today because we're recording the video <gasps> which means you could Hello. see our ugly mugs on youtube what's up <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't know this was happening i would have shaved and the other big deal today is we got our first special first special guest and his name is jeff sinner sinnerfold right here <laughs> this was the best man of my wedding people glad to big, be a guest big 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 deal yeah, Jeff's a close buddy of ours. Uh, be- before we get to Jeff, some updates coming from Chrome Dome. Uh, with regards to the YouTube channel, if you are watching this on YouTube, we split the uh, podcast channel and the cooking channel. So if you dig our recipes, we are now hosting those videos on Chrome Dome cooking. Mm. Zach did enjoy the stuffed peppers we made last week. They were fucking delicious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And other than that, we are finally on fucking iTunes. Yeah, that was that's a big step. Which was a big step because that means our RSS feed is now available on many of the most popular apps, including Overcast and a couple others. What was the one you used? Beyond Pod. Beyond Pod. We are on Beyond Pod now. I don't know. I don't know that that one's all that popular. I don't know either. Yeah. I actually, I'm st- I'm learning all this shit, yeah. and basically now, so we should be on all the big apps. We're on all the big guys. We got Google, we got Stitcher, we got uh, Spotify, we got iTunes, and from there, I'm pretty sure our RSS feed should trickle down. Yeah, some somehow that works, right? Yes. There's there's internet wizards that just post our shit around the web. Yes, that's how that works. Lightning bolt. Mm. Okay, Jeff, what's up, man? Nothing much. Let me explain how an RSS feed works. No, I have shut no the fuck up. That's stupid. That's boring. Go. God no, damn it. You're stupid. Go ahead, no, please educate us. No, I, had no, I was going to really know where this <laughs> I was going to quote Brian Redband from the podcast where he argues for like an hour about fucking RSS feeds with Bill Burr. And he's talking about like... No, dude, you don't fucking understand. They're stealing my shit. No, but like you don't understand how an RSS feed works. What are you, fucking retarded? That, I mean, it's like playing email to my mom. Accent. I'm like, Wait, do a Boston accent. Go. I'm wicked smart, yeah. That's <laughs> stupid. Everybody says that one. Yeah, you're fucking dumb. <laughs> do a, do a go, New York go accent. Go park the car. <laughs> I, ha- I am a New York accent. I'm a living, breathing New York accent. Wait, you're from New York? I am. Believe oh, it or not. Shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were just stupid. <laughs> so, so this is awesome. I'm, I'm pretty excited about getting this on YouTube. All right. Yeah, me too. This is kind of nice. Uh, everybody gets to put a, a face to the name. And, um, and they can see our badass studio that we've been talking about. Yeah, it was fantastic. Oh, oh, that reminds me. I want to make a rule, or uh, we'll call it a rule. Okay. If that fucking toilet flushes, yes. we all have to take shots. Indeed. Yeah, mm. it's the toilet flush shot. Did you inform your fiance so she, of this rule? She knows not to flush the toilet, but chances of her flushing the toilet 
Very great. Very great. So now you just jinx it right now. We're like, we have to go All this fucking piping about to leak under here right now. All of your equipment. You know, if we get a half hour in and it still hasn't flushed, I'm going to go up there. Well, I'm saying, I'm saying that because actually this toilet, when we, the week we moved into this house, this toilet overflowed. And it destroyed everything that was down here. I had other sound equipment too. A lot of it got ruined. That that guitar amp that's sitting over there uh, was got pretty beat up. Boy, that's <laughs> shitty. So that sucks. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> all right. Golf clap. <laughs> all right. So I'll be here all week. So let's talk about the environment. The environment. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Um. It's it's a good thing. It is a good thing. I I. I <laughs> I would like uh, I like to see three or more trees in a row. Um, that that's nice. You know what I heard today? It what? actually made me laugh because uh, one of my coworkers listened listened to one of our podcasts. And oh. Which said, which coworker? Uh, Jerry. Okay. He's gonna hear this too because he's gonna listen. Sup, Jerry. So Jerry Jerry pointed out that you in episode two said noise a lot. You kept noise. saying noise. noise, and I was like, I, I didn't even notice that. And <laughs> you remember, you know how we always talk about. You tend to sound like people that you're hanging around. Oh, he does. Yes. Yeah. So you you tend yeah, to I code give, switch. That's right. what that's called. It's right. a thing. So I was t- I was talk I was texting with Jeff today, and one of your texts back to me was noise, and I was like, "That's where you got that." <laughs> I'm always like noise. We ha- we hang out. Noise. Yes. <laughs> I do. I kind of emulate the whatever uh, speech pattern I'm I'm around. It's a, a coping mechanism because I'm a, I'm introverted by nature, and I, I just want to fit in with my environment. I'd appreciate you don't fucking point it out on the internet. <laughs> notice me, senpai. Notice me. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you're never alone in a line. I'll tell you why I'm excited today. Why is that? This is our first official drunk cast. Oh yeah, we are drinking. Yeah, we're drinking iced tea. And that's why I feel animated right now. This iced tea is from a brand that rhymes with Tim Cream. Um, that's a weird, like that. You could have chosen anything. Why Tim Cream? Because <laughs> I like Tim's cream. You're disgusting. Do you want to do? Do you want to do a drink of Tim Cream? I, I think I would like the a first shot. ever Tim Cream shot. A shot at Tim on Cream. Chrome Dome. Let's oh, do it. Dear. You're gonna sit this one out, buddy. No. You're going to do it? Absolutely. Yeah. He's I have here. to have on TV. We, did, we didn't bring a shot glass down for you. We here, motherfucker. Hang on. We're going we're gonna to have to share a, so- a shot glass. What? What's a, Is that water? This is water. Chug, chug the water. Chug the water. Chug it. Chug the water. Now you're perfectly hydrated for your drinking. I'm going to use my Yankee glass. <sighs> Fuck you. Oh, careful banging these things on the damn table because we don't have the proper mic stands and we're okay. going to make a lot of noise. Yeah, so no... No. no. Normally we toast. Here, I'm gonna hand it to you in the air. Daintily. Why wow, you drink the whole glass? Out. We're doing it live. Fuck it. All right, guys, to Chrome Dome Radio and our first video cast. Drunk cast. Drunk, Drunk cast. cast. That's a spicy meatball. Oh boy, that was good. Tim's cream tastes a oh, lot yeah, like Tim's cream. really bottom shelf whiskey. Tim's cream. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so do you think Evan Williams is better than Jim Beam? 100%. Fuck yeah. Green label Evan Williams all day. Green it's label Evan. Too. All right, so yeah, all right, Taylor, this, Taylor goes is, with Jim. I don't care. Taylor <laughs> likes Jim Beam better. This is an important distinction. Okay. Taylor's also under thirty. <laughs> Taylor's <laughs> also seven fucking years old, and it's <laughs> wrong that you give her alcohol. Um, She's got to study for finals and. She's got her SATs coming up. 
Oh, too far away. Yeah. So, this is an important distinction. Evan Williams' black label is also dog shit. It's not very good. Evan Williams' green label right. is a fantastic whiskey brand. Is it's the, it's is super underrated. For green, your money. For the, your money. It, I mean, you can get a handle of this shit for like, what? 20 bucks? 20, yeah, it's not even. It's it's so cheap, and it's a decent middle-of-the-road sh- middle whiskey. Is the green the sour? Uh, no, uh, or is sour it just mash? Is it yeah? Is it aged differently? Why uh, is it why you, is it different than the black? See, you went a level deeper than me. I don't fucking know. Well, I mean, I, mean, I could look it up, but yeah. but I'm just wondering because it's the same price point. I just know I like it. We did that pe- the the Pepsi taste test, remember? Yeah, but it came back inconclusive because we no. you were like you were like this one smells better, but this one tastes better. No, no, I was consistently happy with the Evan Williams on a blind taste test, and so were you. Well, actually, your exact words were. I like the, I I like or no 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 here let me uh, let me get it. Your exact words were, this one tastes like whiskey and this one tastes like grain alcohol. <laughs> but I like the grain alcohol because I'm a piece of shit. Is what you? <laughs> I did say that. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. I and did the grain. All right. And if and in case you're wondering, the whiskey tasting one was Evan Williams and the grain alcohol was Jim Beam. Excuse me, Tim's cream. It was Tim's, Tim's cream. cream. Yeah. Mm, Tim's cream. Delicious. I don't. I, I I could try to look this up, but I don't even care that much. Yeah, Ooh. it's not a big deal. Oh, hi, Dio. Dio somehow made it down here. What, what are you, you doing? You could hear him jingling. Hi. Oh, he's banging. Taylor's stuff here now. too. All oh, right, great. He's making lots of noise. All right. So a useless animal. <laughs> How have, rude. Have, have you ever done the uh, the Pepsi challenge with Coke and RC Cola? Yeah. No, not <laughs> <laughs> RC Cola is better. It's got more sugar. I was thinking to try Jolt Cola too. I've not tried Jolt Cola. I mean, you're welcome. <laughs> you know what, what Taylor's a- down here for? She's down here for the damn oh, was, Tim Cream. Was that what it is? Here's the Tim Cream, Taylor. Okay. Just interrupt our podcasts. Fuck it, right? Thank you kindly. <laughs> I mean, you you can speak. You're allowed. Oh, you know what we're also doing today? We're doing a double cast. This is our first double. Ca- Taylor, fuck! You just oh, hit the camera. God, Center it. it again. Now that you fucked it up, what are we, and get out of here, seriously. Give me my. Oh my god, this is so unprofessional. This is why I don't ever come over here on weekends. <laughs> well, hold on. Are now, we good? Now it's more about Chris. You getting my good side? Okay, All right, thank. Okay, now it's time to go away. All right. All right. Sorry, guys. I love your tinny headphones. Okay. Bye. Oh, oh, we didn't even point that Bye. out. Jeff is wearing pink headphones right now. I like them. Thank you kindly. They belong to my daughter. She won't miss them at all. <laughs> I brought, I Bye, Taylor. Them. We love you. This fucking podcast is three episodes old, and it's already chaos. This is falling apart. Have a good day at no, school. No, this is perfect. This is how it should be. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a live. Fuck what, it. What grade are you in? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jeff, I've been wanting to... Okay, can I tell the story? Which Oh, which with the... No, no, not... Okay, I'm going right. to tell my apartment story. Okay. No, not that story. No, 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 no. This is a good story to start with. This okay. is a good introductory right. story. All right, yeah, I can see how it builds. All, All right. right, so it's going to build from here. Yes. So there's a, there's a couple of Jeff Yo, what's stories. A, you guys keep getting that pop? What pop? There's a pop. Are no. you hitting the table? No. Are you fucking up something? No. Sorry, I interrupted. You're fucking the podcast. I interrupted up. the flow. So, <laughs> so, so uh, we've known Jeff a long time. Jeff's a bit of a character, and uh, he comes over to my apartment one night. We're throwing a little bit of a party, and we're all having a good time. We're all drinking, and uh, <laughs> I had a couple broads over, and uh, they're playing beer pong, and and their opponent is Jeff, 
And were you playing with anybody or was it just you? Um, no, there was um a couple girls playing. Um trying to remember the other dude that was playing as well. And like Connor. Uh, I'll, I'll tell um, It might have been Connor. You wanna tell? Go ahead. You wanna okay. go from here? Alright, let me give the story a little bit of context. It was me, my brother, and his uh, fiance at the time, and my wife. We went to Chow Babies, and for those who don't know what Chow Babies is, it's like a Mongolian barbecue. We could mix um, different foods, like meats and vegetables and all kinds of stuff together. So, you know, you know I, I didn't really pay attention to what I was putting in my food. I just kind of just mashed it all together like some giant, like, fucking, like, conglomerate of bullshit. And with that being said, like, I just had just an immense amount of gas. So, and then, like, you know, at this point in time, I'm also drinking beer, which really fucked everything up. And I get to Chris's place. He's like, you want to have a beer? I'm like, yes. And I could not stop farting. Like, literally. Like, I could not stop shitting in my pants. <laughs> and I don't think I ever told Chris this part of the story, but, like, I went to go use the bathroom just to force myself to take a dump. <laughs> and the bathroom was locked. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, if I keep shitting right now, I'll blame it on somebody else. I, don't, I, don't, I have no fucking shame. I don't care. So I just could not stop farting. And... And then I kept, like, walking around different parts of the apartment because I was like, well, I'm overstaying my welcome in this part of the apartment. <laughs> it's crop dusted here for You're too fucking crop dusting my apartment. I need to, I need everybody to know this was not a large apartment. No, it this was, was a small place. And, and, you know, these broads, that, that they came up to me and they were like, hey, your place stinks. And, and the best and part I, was, was like, I'm sorry, but the part of it was, was that nobody for a little while could figure out who No, it was. we didn't know what it was. At first, <laughs> right. I'm thinking, I'm like, is there a sewage issue? Did my toilet overflow? I didn't know what to think. And I said nothing. I was trying, I was, I was going to take no blame for this. So Chris goes with Jeff, Jeff, it was you! Like, points right at me. And I'm like, oh, no! <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, why are you no, saying anything? I'm like, no, because before that, the girls came up to me again, and they were like, I think it's your buddy. I think it's him. They pointed at you, and I was like, Jeff? Yeah, I saw that. I was walking away from that. I'm like, <laughs> not this guy. I love that. All right, so which brother were you there with? Was it Ryan? Yes. Okay, and Aaliyah was there? Yes. See that is see to paint a better picture of the scenario. Aaliyah is just like a ridiculously hot, like big titty girlfriend at this point, and then uh, Ryan is like just the fucking most gigantic piece of shit you can possibly imagine. He's wearing, <laughs> I, I guarantee he's wearing like a misfits shirt and like uh, black jeans with a chain wallet on there. He's got like some fucking like Damien from the you know from the Omen haircut with like the pointed bangs going down and he just I'm guaranteed he just looks like a total asshole and he was being super charming because somehow he is that and he, fucking mud shovel bro mud shovel mud shovel, fucking mud shovel. And fun, he, and a fun fact about my brother he has not worn a shirt that covers his armpit since 2005 it's amazing it's amazing <laughs> he every t-shirt every t-shirt he owns is missing the um the armpit portion like he's got the sleeves but it's missing the armpit portion of the of the t-shirt <laughs> We're, we're painting a negative picture, but you have to understand, this is like one of the brightest, most interesting human beings you've ever met. He is. He's he the is. guy that gets drunk in Atlanta and then is somehow drunk on a flight to L.A. at the same time. Like, really. Like, he wakes up still drunk in, in Los Angeles, not hungover, walking around stumbling drunk. He's the, he's the one that, like, leans out the window of your car while you're driving him to the airport and then vomits down the side of it. Right. <sighs> Anyway, uh, the, like Ryan is a great human being, but he's just fantastic, total piece of shit at the same time. All right, so the moral of the story is: if you invite, invite Jeff over to your apartment during a party, he, he's going to crop dust your fucking is, place, yeah, he is and gonna it's going to stink everywhere. Bed. Especially what if it's the with, size of a as fucking. As of now, phone I'll be booth. the keto diet, so I'll be shitting and farting less. <laughs> I'm saying it right now. <laughs>
not not the first three days. I'll just warn you about that. No, man, my shit's come out smooth on that keto diet. Oh, I can't good. wait. That's because you just chug olive oil. No, I don't do that anymore. I did it first. <laughs> no, I've I've progressed. All right, all right. I'll take a I'll take a bite out of butter. Listen, buddy. Ooh. I think it is time that we actually got to a fucking topic on this podcast. And if you don't have anything in mind, Jeff and I are both MMA fanatics, and we would like to talk some uh, some UFC. We can get to we can totally get to some MMA. All right. Well, I mean, I'm okay. Just so let me preface this because I I am not the uh, MMA fan that you guys are. I do not uh, appreciate the art. Let's put it that way. But I'm learning, and I'd like to learn more. So when you guys speak about this stuff, I would appreciate. If you uh, we'll came tr- from we'll the perspective that you're contest. you're talking to a baby, we'll try and break it down in the layman's terms. I would appreciate that. So I'm going to try to keep up, but I want you guys to uh, go ahead do so, your all thing. Right, so there, <laughs> there are a few things I want to get to. Uh, number one and biggest, uh, I'll just I'll just point out an agenda for you, right? Mm-hmm. So number one and biggest uh, thing that's going on right now is Conor McGregor, whom you've heard of. Yeah, because everybody's fucking heard of Conor McGregor because mm-hmm. he makes a billion dollars every time he fights. And didn't he fight somebody in an airport? Uh, no, no, he, he fought uh, somebody in. You want to take? You want to feel it? this one? Yeah, it was at uh, UFC 223, I believe. And what he did was, it was in the back. He threw like a dolly at a bus. And he oh, had, that's what it and was. And he injured yeah. like two shitty fighters. <laughs> that like Michael Chiesa is a top fifteen guy. And but Ray, Ray Borg is, uh, he's a recent title challenger. Anyway, like Amy, he also traumatized Thug Rose, which is, I feel bad about that. Yeah. I mean, I would feel bad if she was smart to realize what happened. Mm. But anyway, um, but the joke's on them because the, um, <laughs> they now have a, they now have a restraining order against Conor McGregor. So how MMA works on the pay scale is the money trickles down for, you know, you get a win bonus, and you also get a um, show, show bonus. Yeah. So, but you, also, but also, there's a pay per view bonus for certain champions if people are fighting the card. You make so, like half to show up, and then another half to win. But they also pay generally more fighters who are under a big name like Brock Lesnar, Ronda Rousey, or George St. Pierre. See, so, but but with that being said, though, um, those are three fighters that have made over a million dollars per a fight. Hmm. Yeah, and that's not that's a pretty rare number in MMA. Not so rare in boxing, but go ahead. And with that being said, um, they just kind of fucked themselves out of like these giant paydays right now because if they can't compete for a title, they could at least fight under a Conor McGregor card because Brock Lesnar um, is for now still doing pro wrestling. Ronda Rousey is doing the WWE, and George St. Pierre has fought once since 2013. So there aren't too many cash cows you could really just sort of just bite off of. So Conor McGregor is that, is that one guy. But now they have a restraining order. They can't be within the same building as Conor McGregor. So they can't even find those fucking cards. Oh, shit. So Because they want to have their restraining order, but they just didn't think that through, I oh. guess. Now, I just I just want to point out, uh, and this is true, that uh, Conor McGregor can take a dolly and throw it at a bus full of uh, professional athletes. And um, he can get away with community service and no jail time. Uh, whereas if a homeless person had done that, uh, you'd never see that fucking guy again. So it's just... Mm. Right off the bat. And then you have the fact that Dana fucking White, DFW for short, he is the uh, the president of the UFC for people that don't know. He uh, came out the day after Conor McGregor performed this, uh, this heinous act, this disgusting, terrible thing. And he comes out and, uh, and, he's, and he says that he's never seen anything so bad in MMA in, his, in all his life. That also did not stop them from immediately throwing the footage 
of him throwing the uh, dolly, which I encourage you to look up because it is fun, uh, on at the bus. They immediately added that onto the uh, the promo for his upcoming fight uh, against Khabib Nurmagomedov. Say it with me, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Yeah, all right, close enough. He's a Russian fighter, and he is a motherfucker. How? What's his record now? It's like 20... 26 and 0. <sighs> he is the longest winning MMA streak or MMA streak in MMA today. Oh, Twenty six wow. wins, zero fucking losses. The guy is a monster, and you know how he does it? He grabs you, he throws you on the ground, and he beats the living fuck out of you. He doesn't try and choke you, doesn't try and break an arm. He just punches you in the head until you quit, and it's real fucking fun to watch. So a little background on who uh, Khabib Nagamenov is. Khabib Nagamenov is the current UFC lightweight champion at 155 pounds. He's from Dagestan, Russia. He's um, a two-time uh, World Sambo champion. Um, he's started MMA, I think, in 2007. Mm-hmm. So no losses. I think he's got 10 UFC wins. And he's only recently uh, gotten the lightweight title belt because... Non-lineal. What? Yeah. So what happened was Conor McGregor fucked everything up because he beat the lightweight title holder, Eddie Alvarez at the time, and uh, then he went off and fucked around for like a year and a half and uh, fought Floyd Mayweather in boxing and didn't defend his title. He was He's actually the lineal title holder of the featherweight, 145 pounds, and the lightweight belt, 155 pounds. And, excuse me. Uh, Bless you. Yeah, well, you know, can't burp into the mic. I'm not some fucking... I've been sniffing into the fucking mic all night. I'm trying not to. I'm trying to, like, turn away. But, yeah, anyway, happening. all right, so you're making me lose my train of thought here. So he's actually holding up two different divisions, uh, and they're both trying to move on without him, but every everybody's just kind of waiting with bated breath for Conor McGregor to get back. And now he's coming back against the motherfucker of all motherfuckers. I didn't actually know he was coming back. Oh yeah! All right, so it's, he's twenty nine. And, yeah. and when you say the motherfucker of all motherfuckers, who are you referring to? Khabib Nurma. Oh, Mr. Khabib. Okay. Oh, this is gonna be a badass fight. It's a really good, interesting fight. It's gonna be one sided. From one Why? person though, but uh, it it goes to it's gonna go. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It could be it would it could go one of two ways because Nurmagomedov has very little in the way of stand up game. What he has in the way of stand up. Fisty cuffs for the layman. He can't really punch kick all that well, but he he's a decent. Uh, he's he could beat the shit out of me on the feet easily. Uh, you know he could beat the shit out of everybody in this room at the same time without taking anybody down. Like no problem. Like okay. that's that's something he could do. Sure. However, in the realm of professional fighters, uh, he's got a jab and not a whole a lot else. Kick. Yeah, he's, he's got. A, yeah, his stand up is passable at best. No, it's it's decent. What makes it great is the fact that you're so fucking worried about him taking you down because once he takes you down, you can't get the get the fuck back up. That you're you don't pay too much attention to what he's doing standing. So he'll throw a big left hook or a big overhand right and catch you because you're so worried about defending your legs and hips from his uh, shot. Now, at the same time. He doesn't, he's not super defensively savvy, so he's not like moving his head a whole lot. He's not like coming. Yeah, I mean, he he can't cut a cage all that well, cutting the cage. But when I say that, if you're circling around the cage and trying to avoid your opponent's uh, like straightforward motion, you move to the left or right, right? Mm -hmm. So to cut the cage, you would move to the right or left to cut your opponent off. And that sounds really simple, but it's kind of hard to do in practice. 
So he doesn't do that all that well. And uh, basically what he does is just runs at people and eventually gets them to within arm's distance. And once he has a hold of you, you're fucked. So now what Conor McGregor does really, really well is manage the distance between himself and his opponent and back up and throw a left-hand counter that will fuck everybody's world up. He doesn't have... He's not, like, the most powerful guy, but he's so precise, and his placement and accuracy on his shots is really, really good. So he can just knock you the fuck out with one shot. So he can do that, and Khabib is, because of the way his st- aggressive style, his push-forward style works, he, uh, he is hittable uh, while he is closing that distance. So I see this fight going one of two ways. Either Khabib can close that distance without getting knocked out and just maul Conor McGregor, or he's going to get lit up on the feet trying to close that distance and never be able to make the uh, make the uh, his his game effective. He can, he's not going to be able to take the guy take Conor McGregor down and hold him down and beat the living shit out of him. But you said it was going to be one sided earlier. Yes, yeah, it, it it will be one way or the other. Either Conor McGregor's going to keep backing up and knocking him the fuck out, or uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov is going to... How do you come to that conclusion if it could be one-sided, either one way or the other? I'd like to answer that one. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, here's how that would work, though, because Conor McGregor is a boxing-based fighter. The way Conor McGregor boxes, like like, you know, referring to what Zach was saying, he, he boxes with a lot of accuracy and power. So what he does is he has decent footwork where he can move around the cage a little bit and pepper you. Conor McGregor tries to finish you within two rounds. He's not. He's not. A, he's not. A, he's a sprinter. He's not a marathon runner. So if he can just kind of um, run away with the first two rounds and probably knock Khabib out, that'd be his key to victory. Because I don't think he's got the, the stamina to beat Conor or beat a Khabib Nagarmedov in a five round, twenty five minute fight. Because Conor McGregor's weakness is he has very weak stamina. He gets tired. Right. Khabib does not get tired. Khabib is a terminator. Like he, I mean, he can push this pace. All 25 minutes, just trying to take you down, clinch with you, and just basically get on top of you and pound your face in. Now, Connor yeah. has gone five rounds exactly once, right? Yep, that was with uh, Nate Diaz, too. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, he was dog shit tired by the third round. Yeah. It, Is this fight scheduled? Yeah, yes. it's, it's for October 6th. No shit, it's coming up. Yeah, which we should we should watch that. Uh, yeah, I'm It'll in. It'll be fun. Yeah, 100%. It's going to be a great fight. And I'm, I'm actually not sure who's on the undercard right now. Look it up. I don't think it's because it's Conor McGregor. They don't need to put anything. No, it'll good. be a weak card. Yeah. yeah, who's gonna give a shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. Hopefully, if you're lucky, they'll put a bunch of decent prospects on the undercard, so you can actually That's see who's idea. coming up. I mean, it's a good. It's a good chance to put attention on your rising stars. But the UFC often uh, has a strange policy with rising stars. They uh, they like to smash them together as hard as they can. Uh, so it. Uh, like often if you were wondering who would win a fight between the marshmallow man and Slimer when you were eight years old, you might do something like this. Ah, marshmallow man. You're making sounds in the microphone. Sorry. (laughs) So the UFC matchmakers are a lot like that. They take some awesome prospect, Like, uh, I don't know who's a great prospect right now. Who was supposed to fight? Um, uh, um, yeah, you're Rodriguez. Yeah, you're um, Rodriguez. Zabit Ma- yeah, Z- Zabib. Uh, hold on, hold on. Say it with us. Zabit Magomed Shiripov. 
Wow, you can say that. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, Even I pay a lot of attention. Fighter from Russia. So Russian one. Russians are really fucking tough, and they know how to wrestle, and they do well in the UFC. So there's a lot of them, and you get used to trying to say their names. And I will say this though, you know who actually came up to challenge him? Uh, who? John Lineker. Because John you, Lineker? Because Yair pulled out of the fight. Wait, what? When did this happen? This was yesterday. What? Yair pulled out of the fight with an injury. So, um, this is interesting okay. to nobody but me. A fight but that's like, a month and a half fuck? away. Yeah, because um, is it even that far away? It might be. Oh, it might be it might October sixth. No, no, no. I think it's a week. Be, yeah, I'm trying to remember what what, uh, what card this is on. But oh, right, okay. All right. But, but hang on, but hang on though. Like, um, he was supposed to fight Yair Rodriguez, who was an up and coming uh, fighter at 145. Um, he's John Lineker was a um, a top contender at 125 and also 135. And to put in perspective with John Lineker, is he's like a five foot three manlet, <laughs> but he's built like a tank. So I mean, he fuck me up. He is, but he. But he, here's the thing, though. By far the most interesting 135 pound man you've ever you like can't watched knock fight. Him out. The guy has granite for a head. No, like it, he's a he's a fucking brick shit house. He doesn't even have a chin. Like, like I he must. <laughs> he's eat. like a Bob's Burger character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like his his mouth like must just like open as like a portal kind of, and you just transport food in there because. <laughs> like I've seen him take shots that would put down a fucking elephant. Like it's. He and at the same time he throws one thing, and you can't avoid it. Like it's a right hand and a left hook to the head. It's a right hand to the body, left yep. hook to the head, or a left hand look to the body and a right hand to the head. And that's and, all he has. <laughs> and he just crushes dudes with it. Like he just kills everybody, and it's so much fun. In fact, he has earned the moniker of John Fucking Lineker. Fun you fact: This fight does happen though. Be one of the biggest discrepancies in height. Because um, Zaire, I think, is uh, six foot one, mm-hmm. and Lineker's five three. I got to root for the short guy. Yeah, oh, I, he that, might win. He might fucking win gotta too. Represent. Yeah, he could. I, it'll be interesting. Crazy. Yeah, that's a huge discrepancy. That's it's almost enormous. a foot. Yeah. Oh, you want to talk about discrepancies? Let's talk about James Vick and uh, Justin Gagey. Six because foot three, hundred fifty five pound guy, which is ridiculous. That's six like foot, me finding at one fifty five. Six foot three, one hundred. 55 pounds he makes that wow. weight That's and he's ridiculous. not thin he's not like he's not like rail thin he's he's like a lanky dude but he's not like i mean he you he, you don't look he doesn't look like the kind of guy you could just push over like uh and the his opponent justin gagey is justin the highlight gagey if you don't if you watch mma at all if you've ever had an interest you need to watch this guy because he's the most interesting fighter in the world. He's blood and guts all day long. He, he, will, t- he, will, he will take one punch to give you one punch all day long. I mean, the guy's a fucking monster. All and he it, does is walk forward and throw bombs. That's the, it. The one thing I've always thought was weird about Gaethje, though, Gaethje's also a top-shelf wrestler. He was a Division One uh, wrestler. I don't know if he was All-American, but he never wrestles any of his fights ever. He just like will just stand there like a fucking meathead, get punched in the face to give you one. And he wins most more often than not. I mean, he's he was uh, he was eighteen and zero before as you said, yeah, or before, nineteen and zero before, uh, before Eddie Alvarez. Yeah, and Eddie Alvarez uh, knocked him out in the third round, and then he got knocked out in the yeah, fourth round by Dustin Poirier. Yeah, he's on a two fight skid because lightweight is a shark tank. That's where all the best fighters are. People, all hands down. It's like lightweight. Is, that's that sweet spot where you can like the majority of human beings live, and the majority of human beings that are athletic enough. Uh, to do something in sports, 
that are that size have to go into fighting because you can't be a 155-pound linebacker. You know, you can't make millions of dollars in any other sport if you have a lot of athletic talent. So you go into fighting. And that's that's where the the enormous amount of talent is. And that's where Conor McGregor, the most highly paid UFC athlete, uh, you know, where, uh, that's where he fights at. So I also would imagine you'd have a good marriage between speed and power. Yeah, at that, for sure. In that class. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because everybody at that class weighs at least 175 pounds in oh, their regular life, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, because you got to think though, guys who can make that weight are probably about five eleven, five ten guys. I mean, that's you know pretty normal sized uh, for height. And mm-hmm. they're probably walking around 175, 80 pounds. So it's not like those guys can really be ducking basketballs in the NBA. Who do you right. think the biggest 155 pounder is right now? Aside from James Vick, as we established, because he's fucking six three. That's insane. He's uh, by far the tallest. Um, probably Gleason Tebow is the first one that comes to my head. Uh, he just got cut. Oh, that's right. He went. Is he is he in Bellator or? I TBD to be determined. For what is worth, this guy had to be at least 200 pounds. He was a 155 giant fucking man. So these guys, um, these guys can compete when they weigh that much. Well, they yeah. cut weight. They cut weight. Oh, okay. They yeah. cut, so it's not like um, okay. If you're if you're fighting one fifty five, you're probably really like one seventy ish on fight on that fight day. Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah, they cut weight and like in saunas, um, salt deprivation, all kinds of things were just they, like they diet down they to get all their body fat percentage as low as possible, and then they deplete all of their water weight as much as they can. Uh, and, uh, if you're wondering, that's really, really, really bad for you, especially when you're getting punched in the head because it takes your brain longer to rehydrate than the rest of your body, especially when you only have 24 hours between your weigh in and the fight. So, uh, it's a matter of time before somebody dies in the cage. Really? No, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's happened a bunch in boxing. Well, yeah, I mean, they even had... Uh, Who's died in the cage in boxing? Uh, what, the first guy was... Well, I mean, there's been a bunch of people before they really started keeping records. Well, had, uh, Tim Haig died uh, about a year ago in boxing. He was a Ooh. former UFC fighter. He got... Wow. The problem was the ref kind of fucked up on that fight because he got knocked down like something like five times in the fight. Yeah, yeah. And then he got... he got, It took, I think, a, a jab, if I'm not mistaken. The fight was in Canada, and he just... And his arms went limp, and his head bounced off the canvas. He was pronounced dead like... Uh, I think like within a week or something like that. Who was, who was the Korean cat that uh, fought with uh, Ray Mancini? His name was Duck Koo Kim, I think. Duck Koo Kim, right. So this is a cool story, actually. Duck Koo Kim um, was a really, really like blood and guts fighter. He would, A lot of Asian fighters are like this. I hate to you know, raise a stereotype, but they're just like the kind of guys that just fucking go. Like they want to fight. They have to fight. They, you know, they'd rather die than lose. And actually, after uh, Duck Hugh Kim uh, fought this fight, he uh, it, it ended up being uh, a TKO in like the tenth round. And Ray Mancini, it was just a blood and guts war. Like Ray Mancini took a, took a bunch of shots. Duck Hugh Kim took a bunch of shots. And uh, Duck Hugh Kim left the the building in a gurney and died later of like oh, brain shit. swelling. So. They and Daku Kim from um, Korea, yeah, yeah. yeah, and uh, he had what. What's interesting about the story? He had recently started a family. His uh, he had a newborn son at the time, and uh, in his hotel room, they had seen on a lampshade next to his bed that he had written in uh, the Korean script. I forget what it's called. Do you remember? 
from fucking Taekwondo. I figured you would know. Anyway, he he wrote um, Victory or Death, the, the the like the in like the Korean script. He wrote that on his lampshade, and that just kind of tells you, like, that was his mentality going into this fight. Like, stand and fight, and die trying. Because I'm not going to fucking lose unless this guy puts me out. Dude went out a warrior. Oh, yeah. No, and, like, that's no fucking around. No, and yeah. what's uh, what's real sad about this is Ray Mancini couldn't get another fucking fight after this. Oh, Ray wow. Mancini, it ruined Ray Mancini's career because he was like this real top level guy at this weight class like way back in the day. And he killed this dude in the ring, and it just put a stigma on him. Not only did it put a stigma on him, it put a stigma in his head. Like, he was like, I can kill men with my fists. And he and he never fought the same again after that. Hmm. So it was, a, it was a real sad story, but at the same time, it was kind of like inspiring, like, story about the, like, the testament of the human spirit. Like, what you're willing to go through in order to provide for your family and your uh, community. So... Uh, it's, and it's stuff like it's storylines like that in the fight game that you just don't get in other professional sports. Speaking of which, stories that you don't get in other professional sports. Do you know the backstory between uh, about uh, Ali Abdel Aziz? Uh, no. Ali Abdel Aziz is a prominent fight uh, fighter manager. He runs Dominance MMA. He represents such uh, notable fighters as Frankie Edgar, um, Khabib Nurmagomedov, who we uh, discussed earlier, a bunch of uh, a bunch of Islamic fighters from the Dagestan area. So, turns out he uh, was a member of the Muslims of America, which is a known terrorist group. Oh shit! Not only that, that no, it gets deeper. He was also an informant for the FBI on the Muslims of America. He just got outed. And get, here for the first time, folks. No, no. I mean, well, if you're in, if you're, if you're as deep in as I am, like you know about this. Already. Dude was a terrorist and an FBI agent. An FBI informant. There's a difference. This is gonna be a movie you made about now. Uh, interestingly, there is a source within the uh, the MOA, as they are known. uh, There was a source within the MOA saying that uh, he told the MOA that he was an FBI agent and he was double dealing on the... He was a double agent. He was an agent for the MOA and the FBI because he was feeding the FBI false information while he was reporting on the MOA. This guy is still in the U.S. He's still a U.S. citizen and he's uh and he's representing notable fighters in the MMA community right now. This is what the hell is this? It's a real fucking story, buddy. What's his name? Uh, his name is Ali Abdel Aziz. And wait, the, so whose side no, wait, is he on? No, no, wait a second, wait <laughs> okay. a second, because that's not his real name. <laughs> that is one of his aliases that has become popular in the U.S. Tell me, it's Carl. Go it, Carl. It's a it's Aladdin. What? <laughs> <laughs> His real name's fucking Aladdin. I was not expecting I'm you not to even, say that. I'm not even joking. It's really Aladdin, which is you can understand. Which makes it even better that he's like Prince Ali now, right? Yeah, he's Prince Ali. <laughs> Prince Ali, my dear oh, Ali Does he have a monkey named Abu? I hope fucking so. 
Well, I mean, he has Frankie Edgar, which is almost as good. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Jeannie wish him away from fucking prison. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he brought this story to uh, like a news outlet. I forget the name of the news outlet, but he was because he was going to get deported after he uh, fucked over the FBI. So he was he brought his story and put a, a nice public spin on it for the um, uh, for for so he wouldn't get deported. He would he got media support behind him like, oh, this poor this poor Muslim immigrant. He's this Egyptian national that need, you know, that, take it easy. Take it easy. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I see a blood boiling. Don't don't let your biases boil over in the middle of the podcast, sir. Uh but basically, like, that's that's the fucking story. And this guy is a prominent figure in MMA. He's also... All right, so even... It gets even deeper. Russia backs uh, and a... <laughs> Russia backs a dictator in Chechnya. I forget the dude's name. Oh, that was... um. God, yeah. I'm spacing on right now. But he's facing 25 years in prison or something like that. Whoa. Because but he, he embezzled like 20 million dollars. Not only that, but he all, wait, oh, th- this is a different Russian guy. That this is the Ru- you're talking about the Russian guy that owns uh, Eagle MMA, right? Okay, that's a different Russian guy. The Chechnyan dictator is uh, another dude. I can't remember his name either. It's th- there's a lot of shady Russians out there, people. Um. Not that I mean, but Damn. they are a fantastic. Da- All right, you know so they you know what they make great stuffed cabbage. You know, anyway, what? he's he's so far we've lost flat earthers, we've <laughs> we've lost liberals, and now we just, just lost Russians. Carving them out, just he's carving, carving them out. out. He said it last episode. He's gonna carve them out one by one. We're gonna have a niche that's dwindled down to three people. So you know uh, who it's gonna uh, be? Uh, it's those those people that want to make make America great again. Actually, I'm not so sure now with all the fucking times with Russia and Putin right now, especially seeing like Fox News back in Putin, which is kind of crazy. So now we're losing. Why uh, is that crazy? Why is that crazy? What? No, the, it's, no, it's crazy right now that people from Fox News right now and Republicans are backing Putin right now. Yeah. That okay? That is nuts. That is crazy, isn't it? Yes. You're, you're like time out. Time out. Time. Hang out. on. Time out. Zach hasn't been talking time enough. Out. We need to take another shot. <laughs> I, another I'll have shot. to pass. I have to drive home. All right. So you're gonna pass. All right. So we're hey, Tim Cream. Would you like Tim Cream? I would like some Tim. Oh, some of Tim's cream. Tim Cream. All right, give it some. All right, let's do this. Uh, put it, put oh, it, Jesus. Oh, let's just put it in there. Like, let's see if we can get the sound of it in the microphone. What you guys are you doing? Sound <laughs> over it. You probably would have heard it. No, no. I'll try we it again. An opportunity. Okay. Try it again. Okay. You only poured. Don't a half fuck shot. it up again. Okay. okay. Oh, you're right. I didn't right. pour a full shot. Right. Well, it's a double shot. Shot glass. Shut up. Don't ruin it. I'm not. I'm not. You're gonna ruin it. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, we got oh, it. That, so that sounded good. Oh, it did. That could be in a commercial. Mm, Tim's cream. Oh, my Tim's cream. Tim's cream, everybody. Tim's cream. Tim's cream. Yeah. Smooth and delicious. All right, buddy. Cheers mm, for iced tea. Fuck your mother. Delicious. Hey. What were we talking about? MMA and uh, Russians and FBI's and double Asians Men. and Asians were agents. You, were you saying men MMA? MMA? Oh, did I? I probably did. You're dumb. Mixed at men, this point, mixed men's martial arts. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, we should probably move on for the people that don't give a shit about mixed martial arts. That was a fascinating story, though. The whole double yeah. agent FBI. Thing. Isn't that's that fucking crazy? crazy. No, that, that's what I'm saying. Way. You do not get storylines like that in the fucking NFL. You just don't. No, you don't, but but also coming from somebody who's not a fan of the sport, um that's interesting just 
just yeah, on its own. Right. Regardless like, of whether or not it's MMA. That's a fascinating story. All right, so there's 100%. A, All right, just real quick. There's another story about the Russian oligarch that uh uh Jeff had mentioned earlier that he was getting confused with the dictator of Chechnya. The Russian oligarch was um the uh he was using mixed martial arts because Russians love fucking mixed martial arts. It's there's like a 24/7 yeah. mixed martial arts channel on in Russia. And uh, they do crazy stuff like make like teams of human beings fight in and, a discovery zone. And knights fighting each other in a cage which, or, a, or a boxing ring, which is fucking crazy. Oh, my God. It's, it's so much fun. Anyway, uh, the Russian oligarch uh, was using his MMA ties to get close to Putin uh, in an attempt to increase his oil uh, holdings. But, and uh, because he was, uh, he's now he's like on the outs because he had the contract to build the Olympic Stadium, and it turns out he was embezzling like twenty, thirty million dollars. And now they found him, found out about that, and it's like he's been moved from the inner circle to Putin to the outer circle, and now he's a fucking target because you know anybody that's gets moved out of the inner circle in Russia is you know they they'll assassinate you in the fucking street. So where is he now? Uh, he's on the outer circle. Yeah, but physically where? Uh, in Russia. Like, he's... Uh, he's he's Dagestani, I believe, isn't he? Uh, I really... I really. Listen, I am not a geopolitical, uh, like, expert. I just play one on TV. So what we're doing here is talking a whole bunch of bullshit. But ev- all of this stuff is, like, verifiable if you just look it up online. Look up, like, Eagle MMA Russian Oligarch and you'll find it. Look up uh, the work of uh, Kareem Zidane. He's the editor of uh, a website called BloodyElbow.com. And he uh, he has some really fantastic articles about all this shit. Everything I've been talking about, Kareem Zidane. Anyway. We should talk about something else. We should wanna... we should let Jeff tell his second story. Oh, yes. So, if you thought the fart story was funny. <laughs> you you want to you want to talk about All right, so buckle in cuz it's I, about to get crazy. When I describe my friend Jeff to, to other human beings, I tell them that he is a he is a human cartoon character because he gets into situations that you just <laughs> You wouldn't, yeah, they're zany. I, I have no fucking other word. It's zany. That's the best word to describe it. Jeffrey, take it I away. I feel like Larry David's friends feel that way. All right, Jeff, take the stage, buddy. Okay, it's not quite as funny as uh, Larry David using the N-word on that show. But anyway. Oh, no! <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> okay, um, right. to put some context in the story, I was pulled over for a simple DUI about two years ago. Um, I was on probation, and you're required to take a drug and alcohol uh, exam. So, how that works is, you have to go in a restroom with a very strange man, and he watches you pull your pants off, and you're eating the cup. I couldn't pee at all. I drink water, coffee, and soda. I cannot pee. I had a fever of 100 degrees that day, too, because I was very sick. So, you know, I'm sitting here trying to, you know, pee from this dude. I mean, I tried, like, twice at this point. I'm like, it's just not fucking happening. So I'm sitting there just pounding Cokes out of the uh, vending machine. And 
I couldn't pee one more time. So I said, you know what though? I need to get I need to get comfortable right now. Comfortable as possibly can. I took up all my fucking clothes, went butt ass naked from a strange man. <laughs> and Wait, I, was he in the room when you did it? Yes. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait, he's standing in the room and you decided to completely strip naked. What what, what was his reaction? You can't do that. I'm like, it's just happening. Don't worry about it. And so <laughs> Did I, you have to say that? You said it's just happening. Don't worry about it. Right. So, so, so if I so if so, I can let if I can let's let's just take a take a break here. I would like to reenact the scene with you. Like I'll be I'll be the the man. All right, what that just uh, just for the Are record. Are you asking him to strip his clothes off? No, no. <laughs> Thank Christ, no. Uh, but I want to working out. So thanks. So, I mean, what, give, give me some carry. What was this guy like? What, what did he look like? What was his attitude? What was, he, he was, he was a tall, thin black man, probably okay. in his sixties. How thin? Um, probably like, he's probably my height, probably like probably 180 pounds. Okay. So I'm 180 pounds. So just imagine me like a foot taller. <laughs> so anyway, this guy was like, you know, I kept, you know, I couldn't pee every time. And I was getting really stressed out because if you, for anybody who gets put on probation for anything, not submitting a drug test is the exact same thing as failing a drug test. They consider it a, um, basically you're faulting a, like a, like a default in the drug test. Okay. So they require, okay. So, let, so I'm, uh, I'm going to take it from like, you haven't peed and I'm like, you're about to like start taking your clothes off and I, I'm just, I'm hassling you like at this point. So, all right. So here we go. All right. So action. I, man. Sun's getting real low. You got. Hey, what are you doing? What? Why are you taking your? Why are you? Ta- why are you on about your shirt? I'm getting comfortable. What? <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that means. Just, what? Don't, just don't worry about it. Just. Just. It's fine. Don't yo, worry man, about it. Yo, man, you can't. Stop came, it. Don't worry about it. Fine. It's fine. You can't be. Yeah, I, I'm doing it now. You can't take your shirt off, man. I'm fine. Yo, yo, yo. Put put your pants back on. Put your. God damn, you can't do that. He goes, you have 30 seconds now. You have 30 seconds. He told you you have 30 seconds? You have 30 seconds. 30 seconds to what? To provide a sample. To fucking, yeah. So, <laughs> and mind you, I felt more like this is like a do or die situation. Like, I'm like, like I'm I'm like Michael Jordan game six in the finals <laughs> like versus like the uh, Utah Jazz, where I just have to put it up to win the fucking championship. I can feel, I can feel him counting down mentally in his head where he's like, 10, 9, <laughs> 8, You're 7, saying- hold on, 6. And I took a shit. <laughs> like, it wasn't a big one, but I took he a dump. Took a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you shit in front of this cop? Not cop. What was he? What was he? A security? It was a cop, right? No, he was just some guy missing a drug test. <laughs> so, you know, and then like he could hear, he goes, Did you just take a shit? And I said, Um, yeah. Can did you- it make a plop sound? I was like, Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, he goes, <laughs> And so, with that being said, though, I told the guy, I'm like, all right, can you do me a favor? Can you leave real quick so I can wipe? <laughs> like, so he oh, goes, shit, this, this is all better be so, cleaned up by so, the time I come back in here. <laughs> so he goes like, oh, man, you uh, definitely can't do that right now. I'm like, well, what the fuck do you want me to do? It just happened. Like, look, I'm trying to provide a fuck. I went like, look, I'm trying to provide a fucking sample right now. I don't want to go to jail for like, you know, eight months. I'm just trying to make sure that this fucking happens. I don't give a fuck what I gotta do if I gotta take a shit to, to, to you know to take a piss in a cup. God damn it, it's happening. Oh. So I'm telling you right now, oh. it's just gonna fucking happen. And you know what the worst part was? I still couldn't pee. I still had to come back the next day, face him again. 
And then I went through a whole fucking debacle of not being able to pee because I was, you know, this anxiety, nervous wreck the whole fucking time. And it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. All I'm thinking about right now is like, you know, dude, like, like, dude, I'm good. Like, I'm gonna go to jail. I gotta clean the fucking place my cellmate right now. Like, why are you in here? I'm here because I couldn't pee in a cup. And I took a dump in front of a strange man who's double my age. And just it gets worse, man. This is ruined. This whole podcast is ruined. Uh, we can't release this. Uh, <laughs> Wait a second. You took a shit and you still couldn't piss? No, because I had to come back to the next day because I ran out of uh, I ran out of uh, chances. So I'm because technically what they have to do at that point is they have to submit your probation officer and say you failed. So at this point right now, I'm like just freaking the fuck out. I'm like, oh my god, man, it's February. My probation is in fucking October. I could be in jail for eight fucking months because I couldn't pee in a goddamn cup. So, long story short, like, I convinced um, my probation officer and this guy, like, dude, you gotta give me another chance. Just, you have to. They're like, look, I don't know. I'm like, look, it just, it's just gonna happen. I'm coming back tomorrow. I'll, I'll repay the fucking fee. I'll work it out. It's just gonna happen. So, anyway, like, I come back the next day, pay the $35 again, and, you know, I'm just praying right now it's not the guy. Guess who's there at the, uh, <laughs> wait for me. It's the same, same guy. guy, man. He's just like, he looks at me going like... Back. He Back goes, again. <laughs> so he's just so he sees you right now. He's just shaking his head like, "Watch God, you shit." Are we gonna have any more problems? We I'm ain't like, friends. <laughs> I hope not. So I started pounding coffee like all fucking morning, and I still couldn't pee. And then you know what happened was we went again. I still couldn't pee. And then I'm waiting outside. I'm like, "Look, I'm just gonna keep drinking water till I have to pee." So the so before he took his lunch break, like there's another guy that that um that went before me. And he brought a whiznator in. Oh, shit. Yeah, because... He, now, mind you, if you tamper with a drug test, that's... No doubt about it, though. That's a probation violation. Yeah. And you go to jail. There's no toys about it. So, with that being said, um, I heard some ruffling in the uh, in the in the door. And I'm just kind of listening in right now because I'm like 1-900 about to be a snitch. <laughs> They're giving some good graces. So, what happened was, he was like, hey, man, you can't be doing that. Hey, what the fuck is that, man? Like... Hey, stop looking at my dick. No, man, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Wait, you heard this? You heard this happening? Yeah, I was, I, I, I was, listening, I was listening on the door. So, all right, so, so but, once once again, I want to reenact this. I'll be the guy with the wizenator. You be the the fucking man um, administering the du- the drug test. All right, man, go ahead and um, drop your pants. All, you have 60 seconds to administer a test. All right, and, sir. Uh, let me just pull my uh, my regular not fake dick out. 10-4. All right, here it is. All eight inches of it. <laughs> hey, wait a second. That's white. What the fuck is this? Uh, what? I was just. Uh, this is my regular. Sir, you dick. can't be having that thing. What? Sir. What thing? Sir. Hey, stop Sir. looking at my dick. Stop <laughs> looking at it. At this point, he pounds the door and runs away. <laughs> so I see him run away from the. He fuck- tried to run out of the place. No, he ran away. Oh shh. He, he ran away because 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 there was jostling. He pushed him out of the way because I could hear the push, and he ran away out of the door. So at this point, right now, I'm like. Oh, it sucks to be you, nerd. I get pounding more and more water because I'm waiting for my next my next test. So I drank water to the point I just had to fucking pee. Like I mean, it, I mean, I'm literally holding myself to it's hurting. And so the the uh, the police come to me right now, and I wasn't totally sure if it was like my last drug test or what was going on. He's like, "Can we talk to you for a minute?" And I'm like, "Uh, you're not troubling." Okay, fine. So they want to talk to me about the dude. Excuse me, sir. Were were you were you there when the the scuffle took place? Hundred percent. Yes. Oh, oh okay. Wait, wait, could you could you describe the events as they occurred? Sure, I'd be glad to. Um yeah, dude was in the in the um 
was scuffling around the room. And then the uh, the dude in Ministry of Testy hit a Wiznator. And I was like, yo, man, the dude ran that way. 100% that way. I was like, look, I'll, listen, if I can pee again, I'll be 1-800-1-900-be-a-snitch. I don't give a fuck. This dude <laughs> fucked up royally. You've look, you've done a great service to, to your community, and uh, this will look good upon your record. Great. Go fuck yourself. Thanks. No, <laughs> no, you right. didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, who say I did? Were you there? You putting words in my mouth You're now? Right. You're right. It could have happened. This yeah. fucking this fucking dude that administered this drug test is going to call into the podcast next week and give his version of events, and I'm going to be so happy. I would love for that to happen. Yeah. Speaking of which, I would love any fan interaction. And yeah, but nobody's nobody wants to talk to us so far. No, nothing. <laughs> Except for your comment. Apparently, did yeah. you listen? So you didn't even listen to the podcast where I mentioned that, did no. you? No. Yeah. <laughs> We're not very popular. Uh, I actually brought that up in was it the first or the second episode? Second. Yeah, I, I was like, "Have you have you read our comments yet?" And Zach was like, "No." And I was like, "Well, we have a comment on one of our episodes, but it might have even been one of the cooking episodes." Yeah, and I was it like, was. It's it was. from some guy named Ron or Ronald Mexico. His Ron last Mexico. name was Mexico, and all it says is hashtag Stay Black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I refuse to get my 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 normal alias on the internet because I got I have a bunch of handles. Uh, I won't I won't name them all because you just out me on that one. But yes, I am the real Ron Mexico. I, I've, I've taken that mock away from Michael Vick. So um, if, you refer, if you refer to me as, as uh, Ron Mexico in the street, I will respond to that properly. Oh, Christ, um, you, guys, we got to stop. We can't do any better than that. That's, that's, <laughs> is that that's the best is story. That, is that the end of the episode? That, that has to be. What can? How can we top that? <laughs> We're not gonna. No. All right, guys. Hey, subscribe to our channel. Uh, like it. Do all those necessary things. We appreciate you tuning in. And, uh, you know, this is Chrome Dome Radio. We're going to come out with an ep- Actually, so we're doing a double cast today. So we're literally we're literally going to end this episode and record another one in probably within we're the hour. It. We're doing so, it. So fuck it. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Later. Later.